I was doing my best Ben impression there. Uh, Ben's not here for episode 537 of the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Uh, I mean, 53, I think. That's right. Yeah, 53. Yeah, yeah somewhere in there. Uh, we're excited. We got it. We got an awesome guest here today. Going to talk about uh, health and fitness and with at a little different angle here today. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and we're going to rock and roll because without Ben or without Chase, so. We're just going to wing it here, guys. This might be one of our better podcasts. It probably, I, I think it might go down as the best. We also have the most professional guest on the on the. But then Caleb's here, so it kind of yeah, out. It evens back out. It so evens uh, it out. yeah, <laughs> so we are going to uh, have a lot of fun today. So I'm going to kick it over to Caleb and let him introduce our guest, Caleb. Before we get going, I brought some gifts as well. Oh, oh. okay. Um, here's some. Uh, <laughs> flossers for you guys. Oh man, nice. There's we get going. Uh, Chase, you can have one too. I know that you just carry those in your pocket, which is <laughs> I, I really don't. It's something my wife's get me into, but uh I'm gonna get your opinion on these later. Yeah, I want okay. your opinion today. on those too. Yeah, yeah. Uh guest today, Lee Gary, the flyest guest that we've ever had fly, on the Coyote yeah. Fitness Podcast. Hundred hey. percent. Um Lee Gary is a member at our gym over in Flowood, CrossFit twenty seven seventeen. Um I've gotten to know him over the last year and uh so we're Lee, we're real excited to have you. Um, you know, Lee is, I guess, one of our original members. He was one of our first paying full members. <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. Uh, the commitment to, uh, to us at a new gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lee, thanks. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, Lee, so just wanted to introduce you a little bit. And, uh, anyway, I know you were we were talking a little bit before we got going. Um, and so you can kind of go into... A little bit about what you were going to say with the uh, membership and how it's been at 2717. Yeah, man, we'd love to. And uh, to say I'm the most professional guest y'all have ever had. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think about that. But yeah, I, I would love to start off uh, just first making a comment about the culture that I recognize at 2717. And uh, I haven't spent a lot of time at Cody, but I can imagine it's the same and probably Blue Shark is the same. But I see the intention behind the culture that you guys are, are uh, have instilled there, and I think it's great. Um, anything from Caleb keeping the bathrooms like as clean as possible <laughs> to the refrigerator has all the drinks and they're organized in the you know in a certain way to uh, just um, the logos on the walls and and you Caleb making sure that it seems like every member gets touched while they're there. You know, you just go up and you speak and you make sure that nobody's by themselves. And so anyway, I just. Man, you guys are doing a great job, and uh, I, I recognize it. Awesome. means a lot, man. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. You're, we'll get you your check on, on the <laughs> yeah. yeah, I appreciate that as well. With my paid in full yeah, membership. Right. That's <laughs> right. Well, uh, Lee, Lee we're, I'm, I'm excited to have you. Uh, you and I go back pretty far. Uh, we both probably started CrossFit close to around the same time um, at different gyms, and then, uh, you know, here we are almost 10 years later, and uh, rocking and rolling, but just kind of fill us in on on your background, um, where you're from, where you grew up, you know, and uh, how you how you got into CrossFit. Yeah, um, quick claim to fame: my first ever CrossFit competition, 2717 years ago. Oh, yeah, nice. I yeah. was there, and uh, I came in second in one workout. Yeah, that a boy. Yeah, there you go. What, what was right, the workout right you got behind Hunter? It was GHDs and pull-ups. I remember that one. I was like sore for yeah. a week after that workout. Man, yeah. that, uh, that back in the day, one. that was my that jam. And uh, so that's my one claim to fame is I uh, came in second that workout only to only to Hunter right there. So there you go. Defeating uh, itself. <laughs> that, hey, a quick side side note. I will never forget that competition. The last workout had 50 burpees <laughs> at the end in dirt and watching Chris. His last burpees. <laughs> like he time. looked like he was, look, he literally looked like he saw blue. Like his eyes were just, he was in another planet. <laughs> Every time that competition gets brought up, <laughs> they had to bring up that His story. head was just like kicking back and forth. And his judge was like, 
I should know rep him, but I feel really bad for him, so I'm just going to let him keep going. <laughs> I think I was doing my burpees on a sidewalk. Yeah, it was on the sidewalk. Like, you could either do them on the sidewalk or you could go in the dirt like on a hill. The dirt was yeah. cooler. And I think somebody yeah. was literally <laughs> in an ant bed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, sidewalk was a little tough on your knees. Yeah, yeah. it was. But yeah. uh, anyways, that that, that, was a, that was a fun competition. That was fun. So I'm glad you remember yeah, that. Was, uh, was I, was, I was right on your heels. Yeah. <laughs> not really. Uh, not really. Uh, but no, I'm from Yazoo City. Uh, so I grew up not too far. And I've uh, been in the Brandon Flowood area for, gosh, a long time. Went to Mississippi College and have been around ever since then. And then uh, about 2013, just a little bit of my CrossFit history, uh, I was your typical gym guy. I was at Knockout Fitness over on Lakeland. I was a Monday and Wednesday, chest and tries, Tuesdays and Thursdays, back and buys, three sets of 10. Legs were walking between machines. <laughs> Every now and then, if I felt a little froggy, I might get on a leg curl machine and yeah. get a few reps in on that. But that's just what it was. Uh, but it was also an MMA gym, so there were some mixed martial artist guys in their training. And, and two guys, Brown and Alvin and Chris Wright, started a CrossFit class. Uh, I don't think they were certified at the time. And uh, they didn't have bumper plates. It was just regular weights. Let's get in there and let's just get after it. And so a good friend of mine, Jason Cox, who's at our gym, just it's like, man, we got to go try this out. And the very first workout, I remember deadlifts and treadmill, uh, deadlifts with just your regular metal plates. Wow. And I almost died. And it showed me how <laughs> out of shape treadmill. I really was. Uh, but nonetheless, got hooked. Uh, from there, I think I watched every single Rich Froning video on YouTube. And all it took. Yeah, uh, and the thought of somebody taking 135 pounds straight from the ground over their head just bl completely blew my mind. Like, how could you do that? Uh, so anyway, just got super involved with it through there, and it grew. And um, man, over the years, it's, it's changed my life over the last six years. And so uh, I love to share my story, and I love to share what it's done for me. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, man. That's cool. So, so now that you are doing CrossFit pretty much four or five days a week now, what what do you what what differences do you notice in um, what you did before uh, with the Mondays back and buys Tuesdays chest and tries <laughs> routine and and uh, you know not just in the gym but you know health and overall health and fitness wise yeah uh, one my legs are definitely stronger <laughs> than they used to be so yeah. I'm probably a little healthier in that aspect uh, but certainly the fittest I've ever been uh, I love CrossFit's definition of fit. What is it? Is it like 10 pillars, they say, of fitness in CrossFit? Yeah, strength, yeah. Mm -hmm. agility, mobility, coordination, speed. Power, power, power strength, yeah. All those endurance, things. Um, if you like that definition, while doing CrossFit, uh, I've been the fittest that I've ever been. Um, but really, when I share my story, what surprised me about CrossFit that I share with a lot of people is what it's done for me outside of the mm -hmm. gym. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the things I've been able to accomplish outside of the gym, I relate back to my time with CrossFit, really on the mental side of things. I mean, you guys know this, you get into a workout, especially when you get close, your body is telling you to stop, um, but somehow you keep on going. And so throughout time, uh, I've just, you do that every single day, you learn that you can do more than you think you're capable of. And that has directly translated into the things outside of the gym. I mean, I feel like I'm as strong mentally as I've ever been. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like CrossFit has been a big part of that. Oh yeah, there, there's there's no doubt about it. That's one of my favorite things about, um, you know, the gym over the years is seeing people come in and seeing them almost be a completely different person <clears throat> a year later. Um, I see it really drastically with like the the high school and, and middle school kids, and they come in and and after a couple of years, they it, they're like a completely different person. Just their confidence and all that type of stuff. It's really really cool. Um, well, so tell us about your uh, about your profession and uh, how you got into that. Um, I am everybody's favorite person to see. <laughs> yeah. Do we not? Do we even mention this in the intro? What you do? I, I, not, you, I don't you think skip it's come right up yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were making sure that people don't turn off too early. Lit, probably. Uh, lit, uh, yeah, that's right. We wanted to see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you're hooked. He, he, was throw, he was throwing around the flossers, and everybody, everybody was, was like, like, what is that? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're building the suspense. So tell us about your profession. <laughs> yeah. So uh, by trade, I am a dentist. Uh, I have a practice along with a couple other people called the Winning Smile Dental Group. And uh, so, yeah, every day I have people come see me and, and they walk in and we meet. And the first thing out of their mouth is, 
I hate going to the dentist. <laughs> same, same with us. I was going to say, we get a lot of that too. <laughs> yeah, y'all get that too at the gym? I hate going to the gym? Okay, well then you feel my pain. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, by trade, yeah, I'm a dentist. Uh, the Winning Smile Dental Group over in Flowood, Brandon, and in Jackson. So I help people with their teeth. Cool. How long have you been doing that? Man, it's um, 2005 when I graduated dental school. Wow. So uh, I'm, I'm aging myself a little bit here, but yeah, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a wild ride. So so we talked a little bit before the show, but tell us, you know, what what how important dental health is to overall health, and I think I would probably say most of our listeners, me included, thinks if I just brush my teeth and and floss every now and then I'm, yeah. I'm in good as long as I don't have any cavities every time I go to the dentist and my teeth don't hurt I'm in good shape so yeah so I, I know there's a lot lot more to it than that so kind of tell us you know what's important um, with your dental health as far as it's going to apply to your overall health yeah I would love to great question and a great topic and I hope maybe after this you know the listeners I know you got guys got a lot of listeners out there uh, I hope after this the that listeners are like oh wow I've never I never looked at it that way um, the question these days is not how is oral health and overall health related. That's not the question anymore. The question now is how much is oral health and overall health related that we don't know about? And I'll, I'll say the obvious first, you know, as kids, we were all taught, brush your teeth, don't eat candy, cavities are bad, right? right? And that's true. Um, your teeth are important. But let me relate it to kind of probably what you guys do. And, and how you're coaching your members and you're coaching your clients. Uh, I told Caleb, uh, I feel like I fight some of the same battles with my patients that you guys are trying to fight. And a lot of that is on the nutrition side of things. So I'm probably having a lot of the same conversations that you guys are having, particularly about what you eat. And we all know candy is, is bad. Sugar's bad. Don't eat M&Ms. Don't eat gummy bears. Brush your teeth. And that's just as true today as it is ever. But what we don't realize, and what you guys may not realize, is a lot of adults are missing teeth, okay? A lot of adults are missing teeth, particularly in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Probably mm -hmm. either number one or number two, adults missing the most teeth out of the state. And I'm not talking about wisdom teeth. That's not yeah. really what I'm talking about. If we're going to counsel people on nutrition, and I like CrossFit's definition of nutrition, and make sure I'm saying this right. What CrossFit says is meats, vegetables, nuts, nuts and, seeds, and seeds, leafy greens maybe, yeah. and some, some fruit, fruit, some fruit starch, no sugar. sugar. Yeah. And no sugar. And I think that's true. But what you find, particularly when people are missing teeth, is the meats, the nuts and the seeds, and even some of the raw vegetables are really difficult to eat. Mm -hmm. mm. If yeah. you think about it, if you look at a, a, a bowl of almonds that you're going to eat for a snack... If I took out your back teeth, how are you going to chew those? Right. Yeah. It's hard. And so if we're, if we're making these recommendations on this kind of diet, in order to chew that food, in order to swallow it, you got to have teeth to chew with. And so it can be as simple as teeth are as important to help you chew your food. Because mm -hmm. what you'll find, do you guys do like uh, nutrition logs with your clients? Like, hey, show me what you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times that's the easiest thing for people because it's so easy to have a short memory when it comes to what you've eaten, especially okay. over, you know, even just the course of a day. It's like, there's a lot of foods you just don't really, you just kind of go into autopilot and you eat. And then if you're not logging, it's really hard to see. So a lot of our yeah. clients have a lot of success just recognizing at the end of the day, like, oh, I really did eat more than I thought I did. Yeah. Things like that. Well, here's a tip. If there's certain foods you recognize that they avoid, it may be because they just have a hard time chewing it. So if you want them to eat that grilled piece of chicken, mm -hmm eat those almonds, but they're having a hard time, it's because they can't chew it. It's because they're probably missing their teeth. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. No. I yeah. feel like that's where where you're getting at and why you're excited to share. And, you know, from a nutrition standpoint, we have a lot in common is like, we're looking at it again at like this surface level of, all right, tell us about teeth and cavities and not eating sugar. And that's just like saying, you know, when you go to the gym, it's like, all right, so you work out, don't eat pizza. It's like yeah. we're, we think at it on such a deep level, and I feel like what's really cool is we're starting. To, I'm starting to see the depth and the level when it comes to your total health that you see things, which yeah. is why I think it's great that you're here and it's not just, oh, dental health on the podcast, but it's like the levels, the depth that you go to yeah. with your clients 
is the exact same thing that we're trying to do with our clients. Okay. Well, that's good to know um, because as you lose teeth, your diet's going to change. You don't mm-hmm. have a choice. Mm-hmm. And you're going to gravitate towards some of those softer foods. You can't help it. Like yeah. you just have to because you have to chew it. And so instead of eating that grilled chicken, you may say, no, I think I'd rather eat pasta just because mm-hmm. it's just easier. It's easier to chew. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a health standpoint, it gets really difficult for people. So why are so many people missing teeth? They just don't know. Um, particularly when we're younger, um, most people, the for dental health, expense is the hardest part. Hey, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, one message I try to put out there is dentistry is not expensive. Neglect is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people make that choice. Hey, I could save my tooth or I could have it pulled and it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Over time, one tooth loss increases your chances for two teeth, which then increases your chances for three teeth, which then increases your chances for four teeth. And it's typically in the back, and those are the teeth we chew with. And so that's, that's typically what I see, especially in, in adults. So they come in, they got a toothache, they got a cavity or whatever, and instead of getting it filled, they just say pull it out. Pull it. It's really? cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. So what... What 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 do you do to fix what do you do to fix that what what's your what's your plan to fix that in Mississippi? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's Take a big project. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a big project. Uh, on the front end, education is where it starts. Yeah. Prevention is the cheapest way um, to fix your cheat fix your teeth. And so things like this, just getting the word out that um, the earliest you catch something, the better. Um, it's just like any other problem. Um, if you catch it and don't do anything about it then over time it just gets more expensive, it gets more complicated. And I think one big misconception, especially when it comes to oral health, is that if it doesn't hurt, then it, I must be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any pain, so I must, it must be okay. But the, how I ask people in my office is, do you feel high blood pressure? Like, do you just wake up one day and go, oh, I feel like I have high blood pressure? <laughs> no, do you feel diabetes? No, does it mean that everything's okay? No, it doesn't. Um, my dad is a great example. Uh, he had double bypass heart surgery two years ago and had no idea that there was even a problem. So you don't feel these things. And so I tell people, just because something doesn't hurt, don't just assume that everything is okay. So what are, what are some of the most, uh, the most common conditions that you see and what are the early signs that people need to be looking yeah, for for those? Good, good question. And, and there's two. Obviously, cavities. We yeah. see a lot of cavities. We, we know that. Um, but here's even more, more important. In related to cavities, for you moms out there, tooth decay is the number one disease in children. More common or more prevalent than the common cold, tooth decay. In adults, the most chronic inflammatory disease is gum disease. Some people refer to it as periodontal disease. And something I've spent a little time talking about is the correlation between that and your overall health, because there is a huge link. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, you mentioned like signs or symptoms, <clears throat> things like bleeding gums. Hey, when I brush and when I floss, my gums bleed. Um, that's an early indication that something's not right. Uh, certainly, yeah, pain. I mean, you know, if you have pain, that's a sign, but, but that's not the only sign. Mm-hmm. So, so let's say you go to the dentist twice a year like, like you should. Um, you don't think anything's wrong. Maybe your gums bleed sometimes. Maybe they don't. Do you bring that to attention to your dentist or if you're going regularly, they should be, be on top of that? Yeah, your dentist should definitely be on top of that. But you know, you know, you mentioned, let's assume you're going twice a year. Very few people go twice a year. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step Nummy. is just getting on a... On first a step is just getting no, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Caleb? do that. No. Y'all don't really? I, not twice. Man, I feel like I don't even know you guys. <laughs> Wait, is there... Uh, yeah, is, share with me because I'm interested. Is there a reason that you just don't go? What's your thought process? I, it's exactly what you said. It's you don't feel anything. You feel clean. You feel like you're... Yeah. In general, like I pay attention to hygiene thing. Like that's I, that's important to me. You're swishing yeah. with coconut oil? You're, yeah. Yeah. I told you a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to the uh, Whoop podcast and a guy was on there talking about his morning routine and he put coconut oil in his mouth for 15 minutes. First thing and swished it around. Minutes. I was like, tell me about this because is this yeah. some secret? And uh, so anyway, that was a, a tangent we got into. Not necessary, by the way. Yeah, if anybody not, had an idea. Not something gracious. I would recommend. Um, I think, but it, I think it's just, I think in general, you just think like, all right, I'm not feeling symptoms. 
I'm not thinking about symptoms. And so it just feels a little bit inconvenient potentially. And yeah. so you just, it's like, Hey, your dentist appointment's like, oh, I'll just cancel it. I'll, you know, I'll reschedule. And then you just don't get around to it until, um, you know, it's too late or you're yeah. like, yeah, I, I think, I think that's the, I think that's the big thing too, is just, uh, it, since it isn't something like, um, that, uh, it's not like you said. It's not always pain, or it's not always something that you feel. Yeah. You you get into you get into the rhythm of your day and your lifestyle, yeah. and it's just it's not something that's gonna be at the forefront of your mind. If anything, people probably take the dentist and they want to push it out of the forefront yeah, of their it's mind. Not, it's <laughs> not what people think about when they think about a pleasurable experience. Yeah. Is oh yeah, let me go to the dentist. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's I think there's some people too that might just that might feel a, maybe a little embarrassed about maybe sure. the neglect that they have uh, that they've put into it and. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and especially like if you, you know, uh, if you go to, if you go to somebody who is running a really good dentist office and, you know, obviously they should be bringing people in and, you know, making it where they're not feeling embarrassed and things yeah. like that. And yeah. maybe people have had bad experiences in the yeah. past. Man, you bring up a great point, particularly in men. Um, it's like, yeah, I think I know I need to go. Yeah. There may be some problems in there, but they just don't want to face it. Yeah. Like I'd rather not know. It's yeah. It's, it'd, be, it's, it'd be another problem. Another that they problem have to deal I have with. to deal with, and yeah. I just rather not know. Yeah, and and I can relate to that. When I was, I guess, probably in my early twenties, I, I missed a appointment, reschedule, miss, reschedule, miss, and next thing I know, it's like two years I hadn't been. And getting back into it was the hardest part. But then once I got into it, it's like, you know, you're you're scheduling your next appointment at the at, at the dentist that I go to. You schedule. I, I don't know if that's how you guys do it. You go yeah. ahead and schedule your next one six months, and then they call yeah. you. Then they send you something in the mail. And so it's a lot easier once you get in the routine of just, well, I know if I cancel this, I'm probably not going to go back for a month at least, if not longer. So just make sure I go. It's, it's scheduled six months in advance. And so it's it's been easier for me. But, you know, another thought is like some people have dental insurance, some people don't. And yeah. then you think, well, if I don't have dental insurance, I'm not going to be able to um, afford to go to the dentist. But if you're just getting a cleaning, it's it's really not that expensive, a couple hundred bucks a year. Yeah. Now, if you, if you have a cavity or something, it's going to be a lot more. But um, what are some guidelines for people, I guess, to or tips to like make sure let's get back in the routine and let's keep our routine? Yeah. Uh, the first is you just got to pick up the phone and just and make an appointment. Yeah. Um, but typically, you know, if I have conversations with people and we talk about really what how important it is that it's not just about cavities. Um, I get a lot of people that you know nod their head and they're like, "Yeah, I see it." And it motivates them to get back into the to the routine. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just I'll just use an example um, because I think this has been coming out more and more in the last few years of oral health and systemic health. So um, you guys have all heard plaque gets on your teeth. You go to the dentist, you see the hygienist, they get the plaque off their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a correlation between that plaque and the same plaque that gets in our arteries. And if you hear about things like cardiovascular disease, heart disease, things like endocarditis, I mean, it's some pretty scary stuff. Yeah. And what I try to help people understand is that those bad things typically come from bad things inside your body. All right. You got some bad bugs in there. There's only so few places in your body stuff goes in. Yeah. You've got some places where stuff comes out. You've got one main place where stuff goes in, Mm. and man, that's your mouth. That's where the stuff comes from. Your mouth in particular is made up of a lot of blood vessels, and those blood vessels absorb everything. If there's bad bugs in your mouth, it's getting in your body. Mm -hmm. It's going in the blood vessels to your heart. It's going down your airway to your lungs. It's going um, the esophagus into the digestive tract. And so just seeing the dentist and simply getting the plaque off your teeth, uh, we have cardiologists now who refer their patients back to us. And they say, hey, if I'm going to help you fix your heart problems, you got to get your mouth problems fixed first. Wow. And so people don't realize that. And, you know, when I, when I describe this to them, um, I get a lot of like, yeah, man, that, that kind of makes sense. What I'm putting in my mouth or what's in there is going to be in my body somewhere. Yeah, that, that does make sense. And that's something that I've never thought about is, um, I guess you think you you eat, everything comes through your mouth, but you don't think about what's in your mouth is actually going in there too. And if you, yeah. if you get black plaque build up, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, if people are avoiding you at the gym, maybe your breath smells bad and you don't realize it. 
So bad, bad breath. That's another <laughs> sign that you need to. Bad breath is another sign that you may, uh, yeah, you may go see. So what causes bad dentist. breath? Man, bacteria. bacteria. It can come from a couple of different places, but yeah, it's bacteria. It can be from just the teeth aren't clean. You know, I haven't been to the dentist in a long time. I haven't been to the dentist in a couple of years. And uh, it's one of those things you don't even realize you have it. Yeah. And uh, socially, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's an you know, issue. it's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, just keep so your teeth So, w- what's a way to determine if you have a bad, bad, bad breath other than going and breathing <laughs> on somebody and asking <laughs> uh, That's about the only way, yeah. Uh, you know, you see people, like, breathing in their hands. You can't, you can't breathe into your hands. Yeah, <laughs> no, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't work because you smell your breath all day long, so it yeah. smells normal yeah. to you. Uh, but, yeah, if you got a spouse, uh, that may be a hard question to ask, or yeah. if you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend, uh, that may be a hard question to ask, but uh, maybe they just don't want to tell you. And so asking them would be a, a good sign. Tough love and vulnerability. That's there you go. That's it. <laughs> if if you smell somebody's bad breath, you just the good thing to do is, hey, bro, your breath stinks. Just man. tell yeah. them. Just, uh, you probably need to go to the doctor. My card or hand, the my, yeah, hand them my card. Yeah, hand them my card. Yeah. Just say, hey, go see my go see my friend. So other than going to the dentist, what are what are the uh, important practices that we do? You know, obviously, everybody's been taught brush your teeth and floss, but you know how often. How often should be floss and all that type of stuff? Yeah, uh, that hasn't changed much. Uh, twice a day is still the the recommendation for brushing um, and flossing. Brushing and flossing. Yeah. Uh, here's something I see that a lot of people do that they don't realize is is detrimental, um, not only to their teeth but their overall health. Is they'll brush their teeth at night, and then they'll go and they'll eat or drink something afterwards mm. before they go to bed. I can't do that. No, me yeah. neither. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. A- uh, I couldn't either. But uh, you'd be surprised just in my conversations with people. There's like, yeah. You know, sometimes I'll brush, but then I'll go eat this snack before man, I go so to bed. Weird. Uh, man, I've seen things like people wake up in the middle of the night and just eat cake icing. Like it's a craving. Yeah, like I wake up at 2 o'clock every night, I get a spoonful of cake icing, and I just eat it. And then I wow. go back to bed. Man. Talk about habits, right? Goodness yeah. gracious. So when you guys are talking to your your clients, I mean, these are questions that may, these are things that may not come out in the beginning, mm-hmm. but the more you ask, the more this kind of stuff comes out wow i know a person i won't name any names who might eat four or five handfuls of cashews every night <laughs> in the middle of the night and i tell you uh, so what other people don't realize it's all about sugar yeah um but what we don't talk about are carbohydrates i mean carbohydrates are made up of sugars mm-hmm. and when carbohydrates are broken down are in the sugars and so they think oh i'm not eating candy my teeth ought to be okay because that's what my mama taught me and that's true uh, but what they don't realize is even your your breads and what I see a lot of people do is they snack a lot throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop by the gas station on my way home from work, grab that Dr. Pepper and those bag of Cheetos, and that's just kind of my snack. But I'm not eating candy, so I must be okay. Well, they don't realize the Cheetos and the Dr. Pepper are probably just as bad as yeah. the gummy bears they think they're avoiding. Well, let's, let's lay off the gummy bears here. Because, uh, <laughs> what, what about the, uh, the soft Suppose drinks? Suppose there's CBD in them. You know, <laughs> you know you're all, you've always been taught that soft drinks are bad for... For your teeth is that yeah is that pretty true and it's true and uh here's the big misconception and uh i, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade but this also goes back to some of the drinks that we think are healthy mm-hmm. particular, uh-oh. 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 kill cliff particularly like maybe kill cliffs and Here those kind go. of things uh nothing against kill cliffs uh especially the seven dollar cbd kill cliffs that i seem to buy <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> yeah. keeping us in business uh, uh yeah, yeah no we yeah, have delicious. we have uh one uh, or two other two new flavors coming out by the way yeah they are yeah <laughs> okay. already ordered on all right the way. so shout out to kill sign cliff. up in the lobby uh but even your sugar-free drinks what, what's so bad about them is the acidity of these things mm-hmm. if you measure the acidity of some of these drinks that we're drinking um it's just it's through the roof is how acidic it is acid is bad because your enamel um, erodes because of acid. Obviously, enamel, the protective covering of your tooth doesn't grow back, mm-hmm. and enough acid, you'll start to lose the enamel on your teeth. It doesn't grow back at all, so once it's gone, it's just gone. Once it's gone, the only way to put it back is to come see me, and I can put it back. Oh, you can put it back? Yeah. Um, I can't make it like God made it. How, how do you do that? Uh, we, we use things like porcelain. Okay. So mm. porcelain crowns oh, are okay. a way that we rebuild somebody's tooth because the enamel. So gone. that's what a crown is. That's what a crown is, is we're just replacing enamel that's been lost. Wow. Yeah. So just uh, people don't realize that the drinks, you know, if you look on your labels of your drinks and you see um, acid as a preservative, um, acetic acid, malic acid, you know, if you get a bottle of Kill Cliff, that's probably on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody these days is walking around with a shaker bottle that they put some kind of powder in. If you look on the labels of those powders, there's typically acidic preservatives in those things. And people just assume, well, I'm, this is going to be healthy. 
and they don't realize maybe for their teeth, not so much. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about flossing for a second. Uh, the the flossing picks are those are those not you as know, good as regular. You all have one in front of you if you want to. Uh, are those uh, better than? I mean, obviously they're probably better than nothing. But are, is it better to do the long? the long strings or, or what's your thought on that? Uh, That's why I brought my these. thought out, I don't care what you're getting in between your teeth. Okay. Just put something in there. Okay. Good. Yeah. Whether it's a floss pit, whether it's your traditional floss, if you're using these, man, just go for it. Flo- yeah. Flossing is, is always been something that I've like struggled being consistent with. And I don't, I think it's just getting the long thing and getting around my finger and moving on. I just don't like it, but the flossing picks mm-hmm. is something that's been easy for me to do. And I just put it out to where I can see it. And it's really easy for me to pick it up and I can go like watch TV while I do it or something yeah. like that. And so it's, and I've seen people put it in their cars and do it that like that they put it in their car and do it on the way to work. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, but then somebody was telling me, oh, well, that's not as good as do, doing the regular floss because you can't get like around the tooth and all that stuff. I'm like, well, it's, it's better not, than doing nothing. It's, it's not, not effective if you're not cutting off the circulation in your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> if your gums don't bleed when you floss, you're not getting in there. That's it's right, quite yeah. good yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, you, if you don't have to take point. a Tylenol afterwards. Um, I think it was you guys recommended the book, Atomic Habits. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. What it sounds like you've done is you've built flossing into kind of a daily routine. Yeah. And uh, I think back to that book, Atomic Habits. Uh, it's a good idea. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. I, I, oh, it's a great book. All right. What about, real quick, what about the other end of this thing? Garbage. Garbage? Are you supposed to use this on the corners of your teeth? Self-protection. Or is <laughs> this just for... Yeah, what uh, is this for? Mine doesn't have that. For those of you that can't see, we ha- Caleb brought us these uh, these floss picks that have the uh, that have the floss built in with a little pointy end on the other side, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for that. I don't know. Uh, to me, that may uh, that's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> stick it's to from, the other end. Okay. Put yeah. your eye out. Yeah, <laughs> just just stick to the other end. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. I hear you guys talking about sleep all the time. Um, is it cool for me to dive into this just a little bit? Yeah, let's like go. How in the world could teeth and sleep? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, it relates to you put people to sleep sometimes, don't you? Uh, I don't put them to sleep. Like I can put you, you pretty close. Pretty close. Okay. Uh, but if you want to be asleep, asleep, yeah, that's a talk to Brian Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Man, uh, yeah, shout out to Brian Alvin. Uh, but no, uh, I hear you guys talking all the time about the importance of sleep, right? And uh, and I think you guys. Talk to your members about that. Mm-hmm. What people don't think about is how their mouth is related to importance of sleep. Um, and, and I won't get into, I think you guys touch on it a lot, is just what happens when we sleep and how important that is. Uh, but what I'll bring up is the importance of sleep and oxygen intake. So let's say your airway. So like during sleep, oxygen being that key component. Unless you're a fish, you need oxygen for recovery, for repair, and it's just as important in kids as it is in adults. What I see in my office that I'm help people recognize early on that I feel like is probably the silent killer of a lot of adults, and that is sleep apnea. Hmm. Sleep apnea being the inability to take in oxygen while you sleep. Yeah. And without that oxygen, over time, bad things are going to yeah. happen. Um, and, it, and we can recognize it. Whether I'm in somebody's mouth, I can see that their airway is just real, real small. Um, maybe they have an enlarged neck. Maybe they've got black circles under their eyes, and I can tell they're not sleeping good. Mm-hmm. Um, so just going to the dentist can really be an early detection of sleep apnea problems. So you work with people that's considered an aspect of oral health is their sleep? Absolutely. And it's one of the hottest topics in dentistry right now. Wow. Uh, I've even thought about my next billboard on Lakeland Drive or I-55 and it says, when was the last time you talked about sleeping with your dentist? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's an attention grab. That right yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, I've decided not to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, my partners are listening to this going, oh, no, please oh, don't. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry, not, but anyway, no, the, the point of that is, is uh, we're able to recognize those kind of things. And uh, people don't understand how the mouth relates to that. Hmm. We've had conversations in the in the last couple of weeks. I, I think back uh, now that you said that, I've had conversations with people at the gym in the okay. last couple of weeks about that who are just kind of coming into a lot of de- uh, realization that they have sleep apnea and yeah. the steps that they're taking. Yeah. And it seems like a really uh, tedious process of trying to figure out because a lot of the treatments for it are really intense and 
um, you know, obviously you can't function properly without sleep. And so when you're yeah. not sleeping, it becomes a really uh, detrimental aspect of, you it's, know, the rest of your day and business it's rough, and family. It's rough, man. I can't, like, I can't imagine even like having to get used to sleeping with something, something on yeah. my face. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the conversation yeah. too. And, and yeah. there's other ways to treat it. That's not the only way. So CPAP, the big thing you put yeah. over your face yeah. is, is one option and it's a common option, but it's not the only option. Um, believe it or not, your teeth and going to the dentist can help with those types of things mm. and maybe avoid having to have a CPAP. Because uh, it's it, when it, we're talking about sleep and we're talking about sleep apnea and oxygen, it's all about the airway. Mm-hmm. If your airway is shut off in some form or fashion, you're not taking in oxygen. And this happens in kids a lot. And we're able to recognize it. Me personally, my six-year-old, we're about to have her tonsils removed. Because if you look in her mouth, her tonsils are so big. It's like, I don't know how she's breathing at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how oxygen's getting in there at all because all I see is this big giant tonsil. Mm-hmm. I can't take her tonsils out. But... I can recognize that in kids and it can change a child's complete demeanor. Like, I mean, I've seen it, we've seen studies they're doing better in school. Uh, They're not as, they're not as hyperactive anymore when they're sleeping better. So moms, dads, if you notice at night, your child's sleeping and they have their mouth open, their mouth breathing, um, there's a chance that they're struggling to get oxygen in while Mm. they're sleeping and Mm -hmm. snoring. Snoring is an obvious sign that you're having problems. So what, what, what other, um, what other things should you be looking for besides sleeping with your mouth open and snoring? Yeah, um, some things you may not recognize. Uh, let me make an easy illustration for you guys because this is this is important. It's Thanks. all about the airway. Yeah, we're all in sweats. <laughs> you need yeah. easy, easy <laughs> illustrations for us, right? Here. Uh, easy illustration. Take a point on the tip of your nose. Take a point on the tip of your chin, and you measure that distance. That distance is important for how open your airway is. If the point of your nose and the point of your chin, if that decreases, ultimately what happens is your airway is going to get smaller, Mm -hmm. right? Smaller your airway is, the less you can take in oxygen. What people don't realize is what is the one determinant of that distance from the point of your nose to your chin? When you close your mouth, what stops you? Teeth. Your teeth. If you take your teeth out, and I'm not talking about all of them, just a few, over time, that distance Shrink. shrinks. Mm. And as it shrinks, you get less and less oxygen. Wow. So, <clears throat> and it, it doesn't even matter if it's tooth loss. If you lose the enamel on your teeth and your teeth get smaller from drinking these drinks that we drink and all the acid that we do, even just losing the enamel, that distance is going to change. And so how we can help people sometimes by avoiding, a, avoiding like a CPAP and thing it's simply just fixing their teeth. Mm-hmm. We can increase that distance just by rebuilding some teeth. And man, these, they're able to sleep. In kids, it, it happens in kids too. Uh, one thing we see in children is the shape of your jaws is important. You don't think about this. A lot of children have a really narrow jaw. Your tongue fits somewhere behind your teeth. If your jaw is very narrow, there's only one place for your tongue to go. And that's backwards. Your tongue doesn't have room. So very simply and easily over maybe a few months, we can actually change the shape of a child's jaw, not dramatically, but just enough to give their tongue some more room. And man, now they're sleeping all of a sudden. That's crazy. Um, Quick sidebar on the the sleep apnea stuff. Not only is it going to affect health, but it can also affect performance. I I was watching the uh, baseball playoffs this year. And there was a guy that came in and he was pitching. He was throwing like 99, 100 miles an hour. And uh, Joe Buck was talking about when he was just like a, you know, a mid-level prospect, one of those guys you expect maybe makes it high A, double A, and then gets released and never never plays again. And he was in the minors, and his roommate said, man, you snore really, really bad. You should get that checked out. And so that offseason he went and got diagnosed for sleep apnea and uh, – got started wearing the mask he showed up to spring training throwing like five or six miles an hour faster like wow. he was throwing like 92 93 you know right-handed guy and now now he's throwing 98 99 next thing you know a year or two later he's pitching in the world series so that literally like changed his career um getting diagnosed for sleep apnea and you know because he's able actually to get sleep and he, he can start getting full recovery and his muscles are recovering um and you just wonder how many other people out there who maybe want to perform better in fitness or any other sport 
who aren't getting the good quality sleep because they're having trouble getting airway yeah. and that's keeping them from reaching their ultimate goal. Yeah, oxygen is the key. Mm-hmm. Oxygen is the key. Have you heard of people taping their mouth shut when they sleep? <laughs> I've never heard of them taping their mouth shut. No, I, I, uh-uh. I've heard of that. I heard about that in a podcast and I actually tried it some. And I noticed a big difference in when I woke up, I felt more refreshed. How did you do that? Um, you just, they like this 3M tape you can buy off Amazon. You tape really? it shut. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's, uh, could be another option. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's Cause if, you, if you're, I guess if you're taping your mouth shut and you keep it shut, you're not going to open it and snore. Yeah. Right. Right. So what, what, you know, we talked about, um, the basics and we've talked about, you know, um, making sure we keep our teeth clean and teeth and first for sleep and all that type of stuff. Is there anything else that, that you think is important for, for dental health as it, as it relates to health and fitness overall? Uh, yeah, just making that connection, just kind of going back to that connection between the health of your mouth and really the health of, of your overall body. I mean, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, then it's, I think it starts with oral health. Mm-hmm. I mean, people say the mouth is the gateway to the body. And so if your mouth is not healthy, and it's not just cavities, it's keeping mm-hmm. teeth clean, gums, teeth, all of that stuff. If your mouth is not healthy, <laughs> then ultimately there's a chance the rest of your body's not going to be healthy. Yeah. And it's not hard. Uh, it's preventive. Preventive is the key. Prevention is always the easiest and cheapest way to yeah. keep it and healthy. If not, and if nothing else, if somebody's looking to change their overall, uh, their overall health, it's a good place to start with um, making uh, making habitual change. It's yeah. like, you know, hey, you know what? Let, let, let's start with making sure you're brushing your teeth every day. Let's yeah. show that you can that you can commit to something and uh, and replace bad habits with new habits because yeah. you're not going to just get, you can't get rid of bad habits. You can only replace them. That's right. Uh, an hour every six months. Go to the dentist, yep. see the hygienist, yeah. and just simply getting your teeth clean can make huge improvements. So step one. Pause this podcast. <laughs> Go brush your teeth. <laughs> Call the dentist and make an appointment if you haven't already. Call the winning smile. Call the yeah, the dentist. Yeah, say, that's right. Say say you want to speak to Lee and, and it'll kill right. <laughs> yeah, you answer the phones, right? right. Uh, no, I don't. Answer. The last you thing you want me doing is answer the phone. <laughs> you might end up at the wrong place. I like how I like how it it just relates a lot of things in life where you you want something, the end result of health. But at some point, you've got to make an investment, and it's almost like a, um, you don't see the need for it right away, but you know down the road it's important that you take the step almost before you need it. And we see that with health, and we try to communicate that as best we can to people. You know, we don't want you to wait until you have some chronic illness or chronic disease before you start working out. But unfortunately, it's human nature. I mean, all of us are talking about that for health. You know, we don't have that issue, but for oral health, we're doing the same thing potentially as our clients are. And so not being frustrated not all of us. with people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it just it ultimately it comes down to you've got to make an investment on the front end of your health and stay ahead of things um, and just trust that in the long run, you know, you don't want to have the issue. So if you yeah. go to the dentist all along and you never have the issue, it wasn't a wasted money. Yeah. It's you don't know what you prevented potentially. Mm-hmm. And so it just comes down to taking some time on the front end of things and and making the investment of a little bit of time and a little bit of money early on to prevent a lot of time and a lot of money later. That's exactly right. And you have no excuse. The gym is it's literally, literally down, I just, the, around I, the corner I actually from my told, office. I actually told my wife, I said, Lee's dentist office is literally 200 yards from the yes. gym. <laughs> yes. Like I could walk there. Yeah. So I look forward to our appointment next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's cool, man. I, I really think that that's going to open up a lot of eyes for people maybe who have been looking at their health and fitness in pretty much every aspect except for their for their for their dental health or oral health. So yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. It's uh. That's cool. It's just another piece of the puzzle that we got to make sure we're, we're, we're staying on top of. And it sounds like it's a really big piece of the puzzle. So Yeah, it is. And so I, I'm glad to share. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. And I told Caleb when this first came up, this uh, I was sitting in church and uh, God spoke to me. Not to be weird, <laughs> but I was in church and he said, get with Caleb, see how you can contribute and give back to the community. And so literally on a Sunday, I pulled over. Text Caleb and said, Caleb, I need to come talk to you. And you were probably like, 
Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. And I was like, man, I just want to give back. I want to find a way I can contribute. So thanks, you guys, for having me. That's all. We really man. appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. So let's have a little fun here. We're going to move on to. Oh, I've been sick. I don't know if I can do it. So give me a break. If, I, if my voice cracks, don't. <clears> don't, don't I guess that means don't Caleb's turn it off, to people. Do it. Just give him another shot. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, you want to do it? I don't know what it sounds like. Outside the box. Dun dun. Grill the guest. <laughs> so, uh, you know, whenever we have a guest on for the first time, we like to get them nice and well done and grill them a little bit. So uh, we each came up with a few few pop culture or really whatever types of uh, questions. And uh, we haven't told Lee these questions, so they're, they're no. going to be, uh, gonna be um, out of left field. But I'll go first. I, I pretty much always like to ask the same questions of our guests because um, I feel like if you learn about what people really like, um, you can learn a little bit more about them. So I'm going to ask you what's your favorite movie, favorite book, favorite uh band are favorite movie favorite book and favorite band. favorite band oh man those are great questions um i can tell you a movie i know by heart just by having a six-year-old and a three-year-old and that's frozen yeah. <laughs> uh tomorrow at 9 a.m i will be at frozen out. 2 tomorrow yeah. 9 a.m no i think so wow yeah uh, opening early that's what i was told um uh, <laughs> yeah. but man uh favorite movie of uh all time uh, i'm gonna go way back uh i don't want to say the rock you guys oh, remember nice. that show? Oh, Sean Connery. Connery. Yeah. Uh, I probably watched that movie a uh, hundred times. It's a good movie. It's a good one. Yeah. Speaking of movies, just real quick, I love the story when you guys asked Caleb what his top three movies were. And what you what was your number one? Brink. Now on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, which apparently I got a text this week, and apparently there's this big Disney Plus thing going on. Chris, you you guys may know yeah. about this. I don't know anything about I'm gonna it. I'm going to get into that in a little Is bit. Is it oh, basically yeah. like Netflix for Disney? Yes. Bas okay. well, well, and they also have like uh, like the Sandlot, Rookie of the Year. And Brink. Yeah, and Brink. Yes, Brink was on there. So people were texting me, informing me <laughs> wow. that that was on there. It was not a, it was not a fake answer. Um, Greatest moment in podcast history you say brink, and there's about five seconds of silence. <laughs> and I can only imagine the look on y'all's face. Well, like, Yeah, and then I got to the gym, and Lee's like, man, I heard the podcast. That was brutal. <laughs> so I proceeded to send him the YouTube link to Brink Condensed to 10 Minutes. There's yeah. a uh, YouTube link, and you can watch basically the whole movie unfold in, in like eight minutes or something. They just crop all the best. It was like so, crickets when you said that. Yeah. Well, uh, I laughed. Out there's loud, someone so out there who knows what I'm talking about uh books um uh read a lot of books and probably the one that comes to mind that i've read the most in a book i still read is uh it's a business book and it's called traction yeah uh if you guys are you know wickman yeah gino wickman yeah um that book has been instrumental in our company uh you're shaking your head y'all no i'm this. shaking my head because of course hunter knows uh, that book yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, oh, I, I know the author yeah i read it it was, it was good uh it was really good um it, it was kind of like i read a lot of lencioni and then uh i read that and that was kind of like add on to what he's doing i really like yeah. his the the tracking the the numerical aspect of tracking all the yeah. stuff in your business it's great so uh it's the book it's, it's it's awesome so that's probably my favorite so favorite movie favorite book what was the other question um band and also tv show I oh man TV show. uh this may come out of left field um best concert i ever went to was lil wayne lil wayne <laughs> nice wow. If you guys can see what wearing right now, I wish you guys can see what Lee's wearing right now. He just said that. I don't look I mean, like I would go. It just, I mean, Wayne? pristine. No, you don't. Uh, yeah. So, Lil Wayne, uh, my wife and I down in Shreveport. Uh, it's been a few years ago. Of course, it was in nice. uh, Rolled into yeah. a Lil Wayne concert, man, and we were pretty close to the front, and uh, it was awesome. Like, I was laughing about uh, when you pulled up and you had that, that nice Denali with the rims and blacked out and everything, and then you open the second seat and there's a car seat in there. <laughs> yeah. That's the Lil Wayne uh, fans these days. Yeah, that's, uh, that's there's my like, There's a lot of CBD going around at that, uh, at that concert, wasn't it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm going to throw it out there, Lil Wayne. Favorite Sweet, band. that's awesome. And then uh, favorite TV show? Uh, man, uh, I don't really get to watch a whole lot of TV these days. Uh, so my wife controls the remote, so right now it's a lot of housewives uh from which one kardashians all which, of which housewives okay. uh, all, all the cities all the cities uh she likes the oc uh housewife real housewives of the oc is what she likes but now i'm gonna throw out one more book okay book that changed my life and then what made me think about this is because i got it off of an episode of the kardashians oh wow wow, wow. Uh, i've never heard that, never heard that before <laughs> this book changed my life and literally, it was recommended on an episode of The Kardashians. Okay. And it was it. called Walk Away Wealthy. Uh, Mark Tepper 
I think is the author's name. And Chris Kardashian is having a discussion with one of her daughters and she just throws it out there. Like, hey, you need to read this book. And something inside of me at that moment said, read that book. Hmm. So this was before Amazon probably. So I drive to Barnes and Noble, I buy it, changed my life. Walk away wealthy by Walk Mark away. Tepper. Mark Sounds Tepper. like Walk our new, uh, that could be our quarter one of 2020 book. Interesting. For the uh, management, Hunter. Thanks thanks to the Kardashians for that. Wow. <laughs> Does it say get 10 billion Instagram followers and then you'll be wealthy? Or <laughs> <laughs> this, I think this is before Instagram. <laughs> Interesting. Well, cool. Uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? I got a question. Um, so what we didn't, should have probably started the conversation with and telling people you're a dentist. Uh, if you were not a dentist right now, what do you think you'd be doing? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, I th- probably, realistically, I'd probably be doing something in the banking field because that's just what my, my family does. So that's mm-hmm. my family background. Uh, but, you know, I, I sit around and dream about maybe being in the music industry somehow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, not as a singer. I cannot sing a lick. Uh, so that's not. You consider yourself you a hear. music fan, though. You, uh, like, yeah. you like all kinds of music. Love all kinds of music. Uh, it doesn't matter anything from Lil Wayne to the Rolling Stones uh, to uh, Taylor Swift. Shout out. Taylor so you'd Swift. be more yeah. of the Dr. Dre type. Yeah, uh, maybe so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, producing and, yeah. and yeah. Putting, the, putting the talent together. Maybe so. Yeah, but I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be fun. Sweet. What was the point where you decided your career path? Like, was there a deciding moment or was it just kind of like you ran into Randy Jones one day and you're like, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like Randy Jones. Beard and all. I want to be like Randy Jones. Things I'm not sure anybody has ever said. And none on his head. How does he do it? Uh, Yeah, pretty typical. Uh, I was chasing a girl in seventh grade and uh, it was career day and her dad was a dentist and I was trying to impress her. And I said, I'm going to go hang out with your dad uh, because I really like this girl. Wow. And uh, so I went and hung out there. That's where it kind of started. But uh, really, it was my grandfather. Uh, my grandfather kind of inspired me. He has nothing to do with dentistry. He just looked at it and said, wow, what an opportunity to be in business for yourself. To kind of make your own decisions, make your own schedule. They look like they're doing decent. And so he's the one that kind of pushed me from an early age. Cool. Very, Very cool. cool. Rebecca Sherling, wherever she is these days. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> it, changed, it changed my life, Thanks, Rebecca. It changed my life. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and... On, on that note, too, you talked about being a businessman. I'd, you know, I'd love to talk to you more about the business side of things because I see you, you know, traveling a lot, going to seminars, masterminds, all that type of stuff. And yeah. you're really looking at the business side of dentistry and not just the, the dental practice. And that's, that's fascinating to me, seeing somebody who's interested in, in doing it. And, you're, and it seems like your business is doing great. So I'd love to talk to you more about that at another point, but um, that's really cool. Man, we'd love to. Thank you. And, and for us, it's all about just impacting lives. Yeah. And what we've seen is the more lives we can impact, the better. And so it just leads into growing our business, just the opportunity just to impact more people. Cool. Chris, what you got? I didn't know that you were from uh, from Yazoo City. My entire family's from there. We'll oh, they really? Yeah, oh, wow. Good we'll people have, already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, man. Uh, we'll have to have a discussion after. Yeah, uh, sure. But whenever like, whenever I think of Yazoo City and going to visit uh, visit all of my family, uh, I always think about country music. I always have country music songs stuck in my head. So my question yeah. for you is, are you a new country guy or an old country guy? Are <laughs> I'm you, old. You're old. So, oh, yeah, so I'm an Clint, old country guy. Clint Black over Jason oh, Aldean. Oh, man, Clint Black. Over, well, don't get me wrong. I, like, I was at Jason Aldean's concert. Yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, if I have my choice, it's Garth Brooks, it's Clint Black. He's, uh, Garth Brooks is kind of the bridge between yeah. old country and yeah. the Yeah, uh, so yeah, I guess country. you got to define what really old country. I mean, you Waylon Jennings old, or you like Brooks and Dunn kind of. Yes, uh, yeah, like I, I grew up with like with uh, with Clint Black and George Strait and, yeah. uh, and oh, all man, those guys. Yeah. So if I have my choice, mm-hmm. that's typically what I'm uh, I'm listening to. Gotcha, very cool. Yeah, very the cool. new country is a lot like country pop yeah. it seems like these yeah. days which nothing that, that, wrong that's kind of, that's coming out what i was getting at if you were a fan of the new pop wave and country music <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah nashville's kind of turning into the the, the, a, the the center of pop for the world it is yeah um okay so my uh my next one what's your favorite sports movie of all time um oh gosh what's you don't that? have to say brink we've already talked about <laughs> it brink Roll, would be number two rollerblading yeah. yeah brink would be uh number two um, man, what's that? Uh, I can't even think the name of it. That old school football movie uh, with uh, necessary roughness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it? Necessary roughness. Oh man, I can't even think the name of this movie. Uh, Vladimir was there. Was a, maybe a character in it named Vladimir. What happened? What's the plot? Um, it, it was. I think it was about a college football program, 
And uh, it was just... Oh, you're, ta- you're talking about the program. The program, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the program. Man, uh, that movie was intense. Dude, yeah, it was great. Did y'all remember that? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen, seen it. it. Uh-uh. You haven't seen the program? Uh-uh. Oh, man, yeah. There was, a, there was actually a scene in the uh, in the original movie, in the theatrical version, that they cut out of it when they released it to video. Really? Just yeah. too too much? Well, it, it, uh, apparently it was it was a, basically a scene where, like, you know, it's, it's based in, it's supposed to be in, like, a smaller college town or whatever, and a few of the football players, they, uh, they left the bar and they decided they were going to go lay down in an intersection and let cars drive over them when the, where they didn't see I them. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember that, that now because they, they were, people were going to do it. Or people yeah, did yeah. It, people were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an intense movie. Uh, I loved uh, Above the Rim back in the day. Oh, yeah. I can remember going and watching Above really the Rim, and the next thing mm-hmm. I know, I'm out there trying to like see if I can touch the rim. And yeah. You're out there lowering the rim. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we had those adjustable that would be the name. That'd be the name yeah. of my movie, Lower the Rim. Cranking the gold, just yeah. lower the like, kid. Uh, eight feet. Now you, we'll you go, to, go to your friend's house, and he's like, swears it's regulation height, but like, yeah. and he's like, no. slam everything. Like, it's like two feet short, man. No, yeah. it's regulation. I measured it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I love that movie too. So I'm glad you you, you remembered yeah. the program. Yeah, the you program. You should see it. Yeah. Um, okay, and so so my last one. Would you rather fight one Brian Albin or two Caleb's? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, lose, lose answer right here. I'd bro. rather fight five Caleb's. Oh, <laughs> one Brian oh man. All right, all right. Have you seen Brian Albin? <laughs> Brian, yeah, and he's I've back seen, fighting again. Brian, I, I've seen you got to listen to this get, on his way back. punched in the pay, face. <laughs> Brian, if, if you guys don't know him, he used to fight MMA. Yeah. And uh, he fought some UFC guys, and I've seen him get hit in the face really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and keep going. Yeah, yeah the, that the, is not one guy that first, I would want to. The first image I ever had walking into a CrossFit gym was uh, looking in the corner and seeing Brian Albin on a Versa climber with that enormous tattoo on his yeah. back. <laughs> it was like, a, yeah, so he's MMA. Maybe I'm in the right place. <laughs> he's a former Marine. He was doing the programming when I first started CrossFit. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh my God. Oh, and no. I'm pretty sure his main objective every day, and Brian, you know I love you, <laughs> how bad can we suffer yeah. like, that was what if if we got through the workout and we're like that was the worst thing i've ever done he felt like today yeah. was a success i'll never forget when i first started and i was talking to him and he was telling me about fighting mma and i asked him i was like man like how do you just get punched in the face all the time and he was like i mean fran hurts worse than getting punched in the face and i was like no i don't know about that <laughs> yeah if there's if there's one thing that uh, when that I've just not done that Hunter's asked me to do yeah. it was when people you know trying to get people to sign in to Zen Planner when they come into class <laughs> Brian Brian didn't sign in and so, someone asked me I think it was Leanne maybe she's like you should ask Brian to start signing in I was like nah I'll just sign him in yeah, how, about, how about you yeah. ask Brian to sign in yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna type his name in. Brian you're good man just come on in whatever you want yeah whatever you need yeah Brian's a good dude Man, uh, that's all I got. Well, cool. Well, um, man, Lee, thanks for being on here. Before we wrap up, we got we got to get to our recommend section. And uh, Lee, if if you have a recommend, feel free. You've already given us some, but okay. um, uh, Caleb, do you have any recommends? Ooh, that was off the cuff. Um, give me a second. I was trying to think of some stuff uh, this morning, and yeah. I do you have one? I Chris? just blanked. Okay, well I'll go. Um, speaking of uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, started Disney Plus, and uh, man, that's a really good deal. It's like seven bucks, and there's all kinds of stuff on there. But I've never watched the Avengers series or anything like that. And so uh, my wife and I got the picture of like the order that you need to watch the movies in. And so we're we just finished the first Avengers. I'm actually getting into it. I'm surprised. I, I didn't, you know, I've never really been in, been in the superhero movies, but um, starting from the beginning and kind of seeing the backstory and seeing all the characters in each movie is pretty cool. So looking forward to finishing all that so and i would recommend getting disney plus because that's that's one of the best deals out there they got all kinds of stuff on there for for the money you got and i think you get a free membership if you have verizon for your cell phone service too so check it out uh i would recommend the winning smile dental group oh thank you uh, yeah. what a as a uh <laughs> no i uh no i'm i think i'm i think i'm good disney plus guys check out brink <laughs> it'll change your life. It's on there. It'll it'll change your life. It's on up there with Rookie of the Year and some of the classics. Cool. Uh, I'll make, yeah, real quick. I recommended to a book earlier, Walk Away Wealthy. I think it's great. And I'll make one more, uh, Never Split the Difference. Yeah. Um, this book was recommended to me by a guy at our gym, and uh, I've read it twice now, so I think that's a great book. Negotiating. Yeah. Oh, man. It's great. Cool. Well, um, another great episode. Uh, Lee, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, and, uh, thank you. 
Guys, call your dentist. If you haven't paused it with the podcast yet and called your dentist, <laughs> do it now, please. See you later. Smooth sounds.